Welcome back to the Morning Kick Podcast. This is a replay episode from the live YouTube, Facebook and LinkedIn show produced by Excite Media. We encourage you if you're looking at digital marketing, website design, to contact us via excitemedia.com.au. Now let's revisit one of our earlier programs and join our guest. Good morning, Kicksters, and welcome to Thursday morning. And good to be with you as we kind of make our way towards the weekend, hoping that you've got some good plans to relax, maybe to put the things of the desk behind or whatever you consider the desk for you. It may be the aisles of your shop. It may be the ute that you drive around in. But make sure that you make some time for you, your family, and do have a break. Well, we thought we'd have a little bit of fun on the morning kick, talking about websites and making sure that you have a good understanding of what's good, bad, and ugly out there, and also so that you can make some plans for the future. One of the things that we thought we'd talk about today is that there are probably three kinds of websites. So what have we called this edition of The Morning Kick? Three websites walk into a bar. Now, over the years, you've probably heard a few of the old jokes. And these days, it's not very PC to be talking about the different races. But let's face it, we did make a lot of fun of the Irish over the years. But being a POM, I also got my fair share. And we talked about how the Scots never paid for anything. Well, coming back around we want to have a talk about different types of websites. And uh, what we're going to do is get into some kind of nitty gritty of the good, the bad and the ugly. And at the end of the show, I'm going to be talking about the worst kind of website. And it might be one that you would not want your company, your business, your brand associated with. So hang around to the end. And I'll also tell you what's coming up next week on the morning kick. Well, one of the things I wanted you to be aware of with Excite Media is that we are wanting to work with you on doing local business digital marketing, finding leads for your business, bringing in the right fit customers. So if you're wanting to talk to us, make sure you do pop along to excitemedia.com.au and you can find out about all the different services that we can offer and websites, search engine optimization, paid traffic. But let's begin with the end in mind. What are you actually trying to achieve? That's equally important. Now, here's an interesting thing. I find in my conversations with a lot of business owners, particularly for the first-time business owner who maybe hasn't done a website before, or their experience of a website is one that a mate threw together, and it was all a little transaction on the weekend. Slab a beer, website. Fantastic. That's what I think they're worth. And the thing is, we often also hear from people saying, I came to you guys because you're the IT experts, and so I wanted the IT experts to work on my website. Well, I've got to tell you, that is the first uh, kind of mistake or misunderstanding that we should put to the side. The reason to come and see a digital marketing agency is because they're experts in marketing. They're experts in understanding your business, getting that message out to the right people to bring the right people in who want to buy your product. That's about communication. It's also about being able to understand your sales process if you're B2C or B2B. So let's start off with the first kind of website that I see, and we're going to talk about it as being the receptionist website. Now, this is the website that people think is good, steady as she goes, but really it only does one job. I come to the website just to find out what your phone number is, please. 
In fact, I come to your phone number just to find out your phone number and your address, and I really don't care what you sell. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your reputation is. So what we're looking for there is people are saying, I just have a website because it ticks a box in my business plan. Got to tell you, you are underestimating the value of your receptionist, never mind your website. One of the most key people in any business is the person who welcomes your customers. And many business owners think that their receptionist just answers calls and lose sight of all the other things that they actually do. So my encouragement to you is to actually get in touch with your receptionist. Find out the questions that they've been asked when they pick up the phone. Ask them, what is the language that your customers use when they ring you and ask for business? What problems are they trying to solve? And I've got to tell you this, I came from a broadcasting background. One of the best pieces of advice we ever were given was to talk to our receptionist and find out what questions were coming into the radio station. The reason being, if it's not on the website, they're ringing. So the question is, if you're a receptionist or your key frontline staff are always getting the same questions time and time again, it's probably a sign that you haven't visited your website in a while as well. How much would you pay a really good receptionist? Just think about that figure. Now think about the length of time that you have a website, probably three to four years before it needs an update, your business has changed direction, technology's changed, branding's changed. Now consider, are you investing the same in your website? It's something to think about. We're gonna get a little bit deeper on that one because the next thing we're gonna talk about is what about hiring a great salesperson for your business? Now, if you've got a really good salesperson who's going to be reflective of your brand, they're going to be just as good as you, they carry the DNA of your business, they're as passionate about your product or your service as you are, they love solving problems for your clients, you're going to want to hang on to them for a long time. And because they're such a gem, you're probably paying them a good salary. Again, just think it over. And I often have conversations with people who are thinking, where do I invest my money next to grow my business? And they're thinking about their marketing. They're thinking about getting good salespeople online. Now, you think about the salary of a good salesperson, potentially a vehicle if they have to travel or any form of travel budget. Think about the sales collateral you need to provide to back them up. But keep in mind, even if you go with the old door knocking or digital door knocking, if they're going to do things on LinkedIn, you're still going to make sure that there's some form of lead flow that's going to be there. So it means that your brand has to be out in the market. Now, is your website doing that? There's another challenge for you. Think about it from the perspective, and this is for the receptionist website or the salesperson website. Even if you want it to bring home the bacon, bring in leads, bring in sales, that website's amazing. It's consistent. It's working 24-7 for you. It's not taking sick days. It's not taking holidays. And it doesn't have a bad hair day. Speaking of bad hair days, it's one thing that I don't tolerate anymore. Got to tell you, one of the things coming into this room, getting ready for the morning kick, has been hilarious just trying to get the lighting right. If there's anybody out there that can give me some advice on how to stop this thing from shining on my head, that would be appreciated. Get in touch, andrew at excitemedia.com.au. Love to talk to you. But that salesperson website, that is such a vital part, whether it's B2B, building relationship, getting people to come in so that you can have a conversation with them you need to be able to engage them. You need to build trust in the relationship so that they trust you have the expertise, that you've got the longevity, that you've got the capacity. Can you look at your website and ask yourself whether it ticks those boxes? Now consider your investment in a salesperson over three or four years. You can do the figures. 
Now, let's take a real step back and have a conversation about what people are investing in websites. Here's a staggering statistic for you. A regular survey is done in Australia by Westpac looking at small business and their websites. And it's common for it to be around 50% that don't have a website in the first place. Now, I remember doing conferences and expos and talks probably about 10, 15 years ago saying, if you don't have a website, you're going out of business. Now, some people are adapting. They're working the numbers. They're working the clients that they have. But in general, if you want your business to grow, if you want to be found, if you want people to find the credibility and do some due diligence on you at 10 o'clock at night when they finish their job, you need to have a presence. But then you might say to me, but Andrew, websites don't work. We've never had a sale from our website. We've had never had a lead from our website. Now, can I just ask you, is that actually been fair when you go and have a look at your own website? If we did a Google search, would we find that it actually exists? That's the equivalent of somebody saying, I've got a coffee shop out the back of nowhere where no traffic goes, where no foot traffic goes, and we never sell lattes. Well, yeah, right. You've got the wrong solution in the wrong place, and it's not a very good solution. But if your website is performing, and we know that many great businesses are flourishing because theirs are, then there's a reason to get involved. So consider, do you have the second website, a salesperson, and have you invested appropriately? You would in the right person, have you in the right website? And then we're going to circle right back around and say, well, who's left? We said we were going to have three websites walk into a bar. There's the receptionist, really just a tick box. There's the salesperson, done well. That is bringing in the uh, the business to you. And then finally, there's the drunk, because every bar has a drunk. And I guess there's something that you've got to think about. If you look at your website, if it hasn't been touched for six or 10 years, is it actually bringing your brand down? Is it actually reflective of who you are? And then... If you don't have a website, is that the equivalent? Well, think about what a drunk is in terms of uh, they basically believe the world revolves around them. They're, they're broken. That's the sad part of the situation. They really just want people to solve their problems. So instead of talking about the customer or the client, it's all about me. And they've also got to the point that life's too hard and don't bother trying. Listen, I want to encourage you to think about that. If you're going to invest in your business, you've really got to take a step back and ask yourself, should I be investing the right money in the right part of my business where it can activate growth? If you're a farmer, you're not going to throw seed onto soil that is hard and rock and not doing any business. If you're smart, you're going to plow that field up. You're going to make sure it's fertilized. You're going to sow the seed at the right time. And that's how you get a harvest. So let's avoid the mentality of the drunk at the end of the day. Let's be serious about how we're going to grow our business and let's find a website that's going to bring home a harvest. I hope there's been some ideas for you. You know, like us, we're not at the level where we have a brand that's recognized internationally like a Rolls Royce or a McDonald's or a Tag Heuer watch. So we've got to do the hard work. We've got to market ourselves and get out there. And that means making sure that we are found in the spaces where our customers exist. Let's talk about that and find out what it is for your business. And let's bring them to a website that truly reflects your brand, clearly articulates your offer, makes sure they have the proof that you are the people to talk to, and ensure that you end up having a conversation that grows your business.
Thanks for joining us on The Morning Kick. Next week, on Tuesday, we're joined by Sam Winch. Sam's going to be talking to us about courses. She has incredible expertise, and I'm looking forward to talking to her about courses and how they can help or grow your business. I'll see you then.